welcome back to Harding Academy's Lion Network podcast for the final week as the Lion Network podcast. At the end of today's episode, you'll see a poll that you can vote on our two finalists for our new name, much to Trent's great joy. Yes, I'm so excited. We have two potential names. We'd like for you to vote on those two uh, options at the end of this episode, uh, please fill out the poll. Should we tell them what those two options are? For sure. Okay. So our two options for na- new names for our podcast are uh, In the Loop and A Common Love. In the Loop or A Common Love. So those will be your two options to vote at the end of this episode, and we will uh, compile the votes and make a decision for our next episode. That's right. Uh, and if for whatever reason you have trouble with the poll or it doesn't work for you, just send us an email. As you might know, we're kind of new at this. So just in case there's any tech issues, we still want to hear from you. So let us let us know what you think about that. So uh, we got a really exciting show today. Uh, it's been a long wait for this one, so it must be good, right? Oh, it's uh, really good. We're going to be talking about security. Uh, but before we do that, let's hear some good news of the week. Oh, good news of the week. It was so easy. We had a wonderful production of Winnie the Pooh last weekend. Our lower school friends uh, just did an outstanding job. I think we had over 83 kids participating in Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Two performances. uh, They just knocked it out of the park. It was so much fun. I was here Friday night, and I mean, the lower portion of our balcony was full. It was amazing to see how many people were here to support that production. So congratulations to all the cast members, all of uh, the directors and those behind the scenes and working with Winnie the Pooh. It was a smashing success. Awesome. All right. So now we're going to head off to our student spotlight of the week. Let's meet senior Heath Miller. And welcome back. We are here once again with our recurring segment on seniors with Heath Miller. So Heath, tell us a little bit about how long you've been at Harding and maybe who your favorite teacher is. Um, This is my fifth year at Harding. I started in the eighth grade. Um, and my favorite teacher is either, it's probably Miss Radmer. Why is that? Um, she's always just like so kind and caring. And if you need help with a problem on like any subject, she'll try her best to help you with it. And she'll take time out of her day. Awesome. And if you can tell us what your favorite Harding memory is. Um, probably my eighth grade Washington DC trip because like we got to spend a lot of time learning about American history, and we grew really close as a class. Awesome. And then for last question, uh, what are your plans after you leave Harding, and in what ways has Harding prepared you for that? I've learned how to focus and how to prioritize certain subjects and how to approach certain life skills and about everything. Perfect. Thanks for the time, Heath. Have a great rest of your day. And that was our student interview of the week with Heath Miller. Now we're getting ready to move into our main content of the week, which is about security at Harding Academy. I can't think of many topics, Scott, that are more important uh, than the security of our campuses. I know that we we discussed it a little bit at the beginning of the year. Uh, We've talked about some improvements that we have made and just the serious nature of the environment that we're living in now. Um, We take this very seriously at both of our campuses, at Little Harding and here at Cherry Road, 
And I think um, you have some exciting news to share with our community about uh, some recent improvements. Absolutely. So uh, we applied for and were recently notified that we have received a grant for over $80,000 from the state for improving security on our campus. And as with any grant uh, from the state, there's some limits and some some framing on exactly where and when and how we can spend it. Uh, but we've already spent a good bit of it uh, making some of the great improvements that we shared with you back in August. So as of now, right, we have added a FOB system to secure the outside of the building at Little Harding and at Cherry Road. We have added the shatterproof film to glass doors on both campuses, as well as the windows of the lower school wing that face Cherry Road. Uh, so once again, that film is not bulletproof, but it prevents the door from shattering. If you were to Google or YouTube this 3M security film, they have demonstration videos you can watch. It's quite impressive. Yeah, I was a little skeptical at first when, when I talked uh, to you and others about, you know, this film that you put on glass. But seeing those videos and also a demonstration that we went to uh, with a security consultant here in town, um, it was impressive. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things we've learned both in our research and we had, you know, an outside group come and do an assessment here as well. Some keys to securing our campus are perimeter and reaction time. Mm -hmm. If we can do those two things well, those are the the biggest uh, biggest uh, biggest improvements you can make as right. far as securing your building. So it was interesting when we had the uh, the independent consultant come. Um, the number one deterrent, the number one deterrent in uh, school shootings is locked doors. So that was a very easy first step that we made at the beginning of the year as we told all of our classroom teachers, every day your door must be locked and closed because if, if someone were to get into the building, a locked door uh, deters them from actually, they just move on uh, to try to look for an open door. So that's something that we're keeping an eye on every day as well. That's right. So one thing you'll notice both at the Little Harding campus and here at the Cherry Road campus is we've moved to a model where all of our exterior doors are locked and all of our interior classroom doors are locked all the time, which is a minor inconvenience, of course, but a great safety improvement. Uh, one thing that you may have noticed if you've got kids at the upper school campus is that now we have fob readers installed uh, on the back half of campus and students grades 6 through 12 have been issued fobs uh, to scan into our building. So they don't work on all doors and they're time sensitive. So, you know, students can't come up here at, you know, 10 o'clock at night and do whatever they want. That could be risky. Uh, but instead, uh, during the school day, our students can fob into, say, the Sisson Gym Arts Building. Uh, so we're able to keep all of our exterior doors, even those behind the gate, locked. So both at Little Harding and at Cherry Road, every exterior door is now locked all day long. Uh, That's a well, massive improvement. Huge I mean, improvement. Big step for us. So things that are on the way, though, right, that are exciting to think about. Uh, we're expanding our camera network uh, at both campuses, trying to fill in some blind spots, make sure we can see things better. We've got cameras both places, uh, but we're trying to fill that out some. Uh, and then, if you've ever noticed, we have a pedestrian gate into the Cherry Road campus from D Road, right by Mr. Williamson's house. Uh, and because we love our neighbors, we do have some neighbors who have keys so they can, their students can walk to school through that gate, right? And we'll be, we're in the process of researching uh, a new gate there that will be uh, more of a deterrent and will also be FOB controlled. So our neighbors or our students who wanna come in that back gate to come to school can, but from eight to three every day, it'll be locked down. 
uh, and you'll have to come around to the front entrance and sign in. Like and we're hope, else. right, and we're hoping that that will include a, a taller fence um, and a much more um, difficult fence to climb, um, so that that backside of our campus will be much more secure as well. You mentioned Scott that um, uh, access and reaction time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, why don't you share with uh, our listeners uh, about our new uh, system of notification? That's right, and we've tried a lot of things over the years, and this is just amazing. So there's a new app that we have here called Active Defender. The guys who developed this are just super smart and super well-connected with the security uh, networks in our country, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it allows each of our campuses to report problems uh, to phones for all faculty and staff on campus. Everyone receives notification alerts alerts instantly. Uh, It overrides silencing features on your phone. So, you know, if someone at Cherry Road reports a fire or an intruder, I will immediately get a notification wherever I am, no matter what my phone is set on, it'll override it and let me know. I get a map pinning where the problem is, and then we're able to communicate internally reaction, what to do, who is safe, who is not safe, where do we need to respond appropriately. But the real exciting part is that it's connected with local first responders. So not only are we all being notified instantly, so are local emergency responders, which then uh, really helps our reaction time. So no more of these phone chains or text messages or announcements, it's everybody who needs to know knows immediately so that we can respond quickly and efficiently. Right. I think part of that process is updating all of our emergency action plans. Uh, And I think parents, as we get those further fleshed out, we want to share specific details with you uh, in appropriate ways on uh, how to respond. You know, any kind of um, security measure, uh, we want to be careful uh, in how we train our people and how we train our students. and what kind of information we can share uh, to be sure that uh, the wrong information doesn't get into the wrong hands about how we keep our, our campuses secure. That's right. So we hope that we've kind of hit that middle ground there with sharing some exciting improvements and changes that we've been making while also keeping what we need to keep secure secure. But we will let you know that you know we have a security committee here on campus that evaluates these things and, and has a long-term plan. Like we have further steps down the road that we hope to continue to address We've got them prioritized and in the order we want to, and we're working our way through them. But we're real excited about these next steps that we've taken with this security grant, which has allowed us to really accelerate the timeline on a lot of these improvements. Absolutely. And as always, we're open to your questions, suggestions, ideas, additional ways that we can improve security on our campuses. Uh, So feel free to send those in. Absolutely. So now that we've finished that main topic for the day, we're headed into our faculty staff spotlight. Here we go. Hello, here we are with Cheryl McBride on our weekly faculty spotlight. Cheryl's a fifth grade teacher. Cheryl, can you tell us a little bit about what you do and how long you've been here? Yes, I have been here for 36 years and uh, I've taught several different grades. And uh, right now, yes, it's fifth grade and I love them. Some people might say that 36 years is a long time, uh, especially to be at one place. So clearly you must enjoy something about Harding Academy. So can you tell us a little bit about what you love about what you do? Yes, I always said that as long as I loved what Harding was about and stood for, that I would stay. So this is me staying. Um, The kids currently, I love the fifth grade because they are, they're funny and they make me laugh. They uh, appreciate my humor, and they're 
sarcastic. They're learning how to be little adults, little humans, and um, it's fun to be a part of them moving into that next stage of tween town. So, last question, Cheryl. If you could be any kind of soup, what soup would you be in? Would you explain that for us? I think I would be clam chowder because uh, I like the beach, so hence the clams, and I like creamy soups and some extent broccoli cheddar would be my other option, but the clams just went out. I love the clam chowder. First person to say clam chowder. So thank you for that originality. And that's it. Thank you for your time, Cheryl. All right, welcome back. That was our faculty staff spotlight. And now we're going to dive into our two reasons or times you can come visit Harding Academy in the coming week. But because we do not intend to record next week during Thanksgiving, this is a bonus round. We have four events for you to potentially come visit uh, during the next two weeks. So take it away, Trent. Double the fun. Double the fun. Double the fun. Thursday. Uh, this Thursday, November 16th, we are having the Little Harding uh, Thanksgiving feast. So if you are a parent or family member of a Little Harding student, come out to the White Station campus at 11 a.m. for our Little Harding Thanksgiving feast. We, uh, The members of the leadership team will be there serving. Uh, we have to be there at 1030, I believe. But the feast actually kicks off at 11 a.m. this Thursday. Then on Saturday, uh, a wonderful time for community building to come out and support Harding Academy in the Happy in Memphis 5K. Starting at 9 a.m., we've checked the forecast. It's going to be a beautiful morning. It's going to be a wonderful time together uh, to celebrate Harding Academy, to celebrate our love for Memphis, and um, to do a little exercise. So sign up either as a ghost runner or to come out and walk or run. Uh, it's, it's just a great time of fellowship as well before and after the race. Uh, again, it'll start at 9 a.m., and there is a kids' fun run that morning after the uh, 5K as well. So bring your small children for the kids' fun run. Be sure and sign up for that uh, to support Harding Academy. Next Tuesday, the 21st of November, we have our lower school Thanksgiving feast at 11 a.m. So if you're a parent or a family member of a lower school student, we invite you to come to campus, the Cherry Road campus, for our Thanksgiving feast, 11 a.m., Tuesday the 21st, uh, and again, we'll be there greeting and serving our families. I think our parents club will be serving as well uh, that morning. Our bonus fun event, since we will not be recording next week, is on Monday, November 27th at 5 p.m. We'll have our Advent kickoff service. This is a great time because we not only get together in worship to kick off the Advent season as we look forward to the birth of Christ and the celebration of the Christmas season, but we have the lighting of the campus. So at 5 p.m. on Monday the 27th, come to the Cherry Road campus. All families are invited. We'll have the Advent kickoff. We'll light the campus and have a good time of singing and worship and praise together as we kick off this wonderful season as we celebrate the birth of Christ. So all are invited. It'll be a lot of fun. It always is. So be sure to join us then. Try to remember over Thanksgiving break when you get full of turkey and forget. So don't forget. We will look forward to recording after Thanksgiving and sharing more information with you about our campus ministry department. It's going to be an exciting episode, so tune in then. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.